I'm Thomas Shabbat, and you're listening to the Sense Calls. Recently vaccinated studios across the National Capital Region. Welcome to Season 9, Episode 9 of the Sense Call-Ups for Sunday, May 2nd, 2021. I'm Cardinal, Bannon Canucker here as well. And with usual, as usual, the Sense goalie injury carousel continues. The younger players are developing. The team's no longer in the basement of the division. And the season's almost over. Boys? May? April? Warm? Not? Welcome to spring. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but like, wasn't it like early April? I think it was probably a month ago. It was early April because I remember it was a Saturday and it was like 23 degrees out. Oh, yeah. It's like, man, this would be perfect playoff weather. Yeah. Like, go to the rink early, go to like their... Um, the stuff outdoors. Outdoor stuff. stuff outdoor, yep. and this is Doug Ford's Ontario, so I think you can actually like, drink and stuff outside more. You can tailgate, I think. Um, I don't know if I go that far quite yet, but <laughs> in a normal world, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's world. what I mean. Like in a normal world, this would have been per- well, just like last summer it was a beautiful patio summer, and we couldn't take advantage of that at, at all. Um, but yeah, well, now it's 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 cold. It's like zero. No, it's sixteen degrees outside. I was out in shorts and a uh, oh. t-shirt. Well, yes. I looked at the internet and I was like, yeah, it's cold. <laughs> Went for a beautiful walk down by uh, Dow's Lake today. Take a look at the April Fools did not happen on the 1st this year. It happened on the 30th when we got snow. Yeah. Yeah, true. From very warm to snow. Hey, if you don't like spring, just wait a little while. It'll change. That was beautiful Pretty much. today. Beautiful wait today. Wait a day. And as I said just a few moments ago, we are all, we've all had our first vaccine. Thanks. Yay for us. <laughs> Yay for us. Yeah. And the side effects Just... were pretty rough for me. And well, they weren't great for any of us, I don't think. Yeah, yeah I probably got it the worst. It's kind of felt like I had a cold for 24 hours. I felt like I had pneumonia for 24 hours. <laughs> well, for I was... six. For six. I was I, I had I got the fever and chills and I've been I was run down for days. Days and days and days. To be honest. Oh, really? Eh? Yeah. yeah, I was. I felt and 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 I admit it. You know, I, I admit it. Okay, well, I'm run down, so I took some now, time away I from think work. That was also your own fatigue. Well, I think I was thinking about that <laughs> because of all the people who I've been speaking with who have been vaccinated with whatever vaccine it was. Mm-hmm. It seems the people who are run down are the people who get hit harder by it. And I mean, that sounds makes sense logical. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I know I was run down. I was very run down. Yeah. And um, I paid a price for it, and it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of fun. It wasn't catastrophic, but um, it was bad enough that I said, okay, you know what? I'm taking some time off, and I did, and I feel much better for it. Much better. There, there you so go. That'd it work. worked. Uh, 
it worked out because I needed to. Like going back to work would have been a complete disaster. Oh, big time. Disaster. Yeah. So I didn't, and I feel much better for it. No, and it's really nice to know what our full schedule. Tanaka, are you scheduled for the next one? Yeah, I have an appointment in mid-August. Okay, same. Yep. Same here. So same here. it's really nice to finally have a timeline, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, it may, it may, it may. I alter. think it's gonna move. I think it's gonna move up. Yeah, if there's if there if there's a quantity available, they may be able to move it up. And if that happens, yeah. hey, I'm all for it. Yeah, and now they because oh. they've booked or now they've set up. This is Ontario, and you want to do the local reference? We can, but I think now because starting Monday or tomorrow 50 plus can book because the, the pharmacy rollout has been an absolute logistical nightmare mm-hmm. but now starting tomorrow if you're 50 plus you can re, you can schedule your appointment not go on a wait list mm-hmm. and then i believe the week after it's going to be 40 plus and then by the end of the month they said all adults can 18 they may, and up. i was going to say so they you may can have to schedule your you can schedule your time yeah, you may be able to schedule it, but they may have to push those dates back depending on what the demand is for scheduling. Exactly. And I'm also hoping because I know that the military's out to help out in the hotspots, especially in Toronto, um, which hopefully we don't need them for a field hospital or anything like that because vaccinations should ramp up, at which point these people, you can actually redeploy them to vaccinate and then turn your um, vaccination centers to a 24-hour um vaccination centers or whatever you want to call them. Hmm. Well, there so, seems to be one set up in the, um, the horticultural building. Lansdowne seems to be set up for it. They have all that, the tables. As a field tables and chairs. No, as a, as a, a vaccination. vaccination center. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that they, they were there. Well, it's, it's so, a good spot for it when you think about great, it. It's, it's central. Spot for it. Um, and there's parking there. So yep. we'll see. We'll see. It's it's nice to be optimistic, yeah. and re- like and just seeing the light out. And I know that I was looking at stuff, and Sens Insider was bugging me about it, but because uh, Vegas is reopening one hundred percent June first. Yeah, I wouldn't go anywhere near it. So I, I yeah, same, <laughs> but it's nice to uh, they'll they'll be my litmus test. <laughs> I don't well, think you I'll... won't be able to go now anyway because the borders are still closed. But... No, you can still go. You can always find a way if you really want to. Well, if sure. you want to be going stupid. For oh, I, I 100% agree. If you want but, to be stupid. Yeah, so this yeah. gives us nine months or nine months to you, March 2022, to see how things go there. Hmm. And that would probably be the next time that I could go. Excellent. Well, so it's, again, it's here's nice. Here's Exactly. It's nice to have hope. If I'm thinking March 2022, I'm thinking a beach, but that's just me. Yeah, I don't do all that. You know that. Yeah, you know. Um, I know you don't. It's it's, it's hot outside and I have a cell phone and my phone doesn't work. No. No, thank you. Uh, I like the heat and I like sitting on a beach. That's just me. Anyway. Uh, enough vaccine talk. We have a lot of senator stuff to get to. There's been lots going on, especially and other league stuff. We got things to talk about. So before we start, quick housekeeping: email at podcast at sendscollups.com is the email address. We don't have an email this week, unfortunately. Uh, the forums at sendscollups.com. Game threads are continuing. I had two bingos since we last recorded, and I had two bingos at the end of a first period of a game. Two games in a row. And lots of other rigged. people are getting big as well. What so, does that rigged. tell you? 
Yeah. That's right. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, clearly. Yeah. I post my card before the game starts. So it's all, it's all fair. Um, the waiver wire sponsored by Netophone Canada is one 7367 or 1-844-SCU-SENS. We have a voicemail for later on for what grinds somebody's gears. In the meantime, we have uh, some game summaries and then we got lots to talk about. Let's go. Before I you start, see the the peaking on the uh, wave symbol. Before you start, yeah. I forgot one thing. I forgot one thing. Somebody asked recently, and Canuck very diligently did some math. This is episode one hundred and seventy-eight <laughs> of this particular podcast. Yes, we're nine seasons in, but we do nine. We do seasons by hockey seasons, not by whatever else. So, yeah, episode one hundred and seventy-eight. Over to you. Sends at Habs, 4 nothing win. So Matt Murray was uh, playing in this one. I guess this was after he came out of detention and retraining. So ended up with a shout-out in this game. Uh, First goals. shout-out in like two years, wasn't it? Yeah. March, ni- <laughs> March 29, 2019? Does that Incredible. make sense? Yeah, it does. It shows you how friggin' brutal things have been, right? Murray's um, back. Yep. Zub from Batherson and Stutzla. Batherson, just Stutzla. pay attention to the names. Batherson from Kachuk and Norris. Batherson from Kachuk and Norris again. Zaitsev from Pinto. This was an empty netter uh, from like <laughs> this end's goal line, but Pinto had a nice win. Pinto was out. Uh, this is one of his first games. Um, and look great. With, with the goalie out, defensive faceoff. And yeah, he's he's looked fantastic. Um, next game, sends at Flames four two win. So Matt Murray starts again. Goals: Brady from Norris, Connor Brown from Nick Paul, Norris from Brandstrom and Stutzla. Stutzla. And Connor Brown unassisted. Uh, so yeah, two wins in a row for Murray. Lots of common names. Next game, sends at Canucks three nothing win. Matt Murray showed out yet again. Uh, goals, Stutzla. Stutzla. From Paul and Batherson. Batherson from Norris and Kachuk. And Connor Brown from Zaitsev. Now, the next game, um, not Philip Forsberg. Anton Forsberg was supposed to start, <laughs> but he got hurt in the warm-up. And then Matt Murray left the game at some point. So Hogberg came in and then Anisimov was getting ready to be the emergency goalie. Um, that was a fun I, story. I, I missed this game and it just seemed like chaos. Excuse me. Uh, Sen's goals were Colin White from Jeff Brown and Dadonov or Dadonov. I keep pronouncing his name wrong. And then Dadonov got one on his own. And also in this fight, Branson ended up fighting Haraluk. Like just an absolute crazy game. And I missed it all, unfortunately. Well, go figure. Murray comes back for three amazing games. Yep. And then the one game he's not prepared, he gets injured. 
and that clip actually is a live recording of the uh, the play by play there. Oh no! That was Matt Murray <laughs> saying, "Oh no!" as he pulled his groin. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Next. Go game. with that. <laughs> Next game sends at Canucks two one win. Goals north from Kachuk, Batherson from Kachuk. More, more familiar names here. Hogberg stopped 24 of 25. So it looks like Hogberg also went into retraining. <laughs> um, <laughs> next game, Canucks at Sens, 6-3 win. Uh, Mete from Formanton and Pinto. Tierney from Dezingle and Shabbat. Norris from Kachuk. Shabbat from Paul and Formanton. Kachuk from Batherson and Bransom. Colin White unassisted. I think an empty net. Um, Hogberg, 16 out of 19 saves. So another good game. Sends at Habs as the next game. I forgot to write. That's a, by the way, that's like one loss out of all those games. Yeah, this next one is a loss. Like what was the score? Three two? Because yeah. I didn't write that down. So this Montreal, is a three two, two loss. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Um sends goal Stutzla. Stutzla. From Zub and White. Shabbat from uh, Dandanov and Pinto. Norris ended up fighting. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name from Montreal. Romanov. Romanov. Thank Romanov. You. Yeah, n- not not a not a big guy, but I kind of enjoyed that he defended himself. Gus uh, Gustafson played this one thirty four to thirty six. He looked pretty solid. Um, I know Colonel, you mentioned at the end of the game that the team was just sucking. They game, had a bad the game third period. Was, they did the they first did, half yeah. of the game. They were dominant. Yep, like the speed transition and everything. Three or four posts or something like that. Yeah, there were three posts I think in the first period. Yeah, but I mean they were outshot eighteen to three in the third period. Oops. Yeah. Yeah, not not great. Um, and then of course, of course, so, they reverted to being the senators in overtime, <laughs> which is give the rookie his first goal, give the player yeah. the milestone. So of that's course it had, of course it had to be Caulfield. Of course. Yep. And not only that, that goal eliminated the Sens from playoff contention. Um, oh, no! Side note, Surprising Gary. Ga- nobody. <laughs> yeah, but like, well, well, I'm sure we'll get into that. And side note, Gary Galley sucks. Oh. Possibly. He has a hard worst. time saying anything positive about Ottawa. Well, he's, he, he didn't even he bother was... talking about Ottawa. No, he was homering the, the the Habs through the entire game. And the play-by-play guy, um, what was his name? I don't even know who it is. I can't think of who it was. Jim it Houston? No, no, it wasn't Jim Houston. I can't think of the, the name of it, but it was like, oh, man, this is just painful to listen to. Again, I'm spoiled. I do an awful lot of the uh, games on the radio, and I'm spoiled with Dean and Gord because it's a way better call. And it's more entertaining, and they're not completely home ring for the other team. Do they make a lot of fun of everybody, including, you know, they'll, they'll joke about anything. That's fine. But, you know, man. I can sort of appreciate where, you know, Montreal and Toronto clearly are the bigger markets. I mean, there's no denying that in Toronto, especially. So I can appreciate you having more material, more talking points. Uh, especially when you're doing a broadcast of one of those larger demographics and larger team bases. Having said that, is it not human nature to kind of, you know, find it interesting when the underdog, when the small guy kind of steps up and competes and beats the other guy? And it's just, they just never seem to have very much positive to say 
uh, it's sprinkled in here and there, but it's crazy. It's like, just no. how even even slanted. their call on the on the Norris uh, Romanov fight. I just looked at the replay of it. It's, I thought, "Whoa, Norris was well, really holding himself there." Romanov looked scared, and I guess Galli said, "Yeah, Galli was just like, oh, I was like, look at Romanov being tough here and dropping the gloves before Norris does." It's like, what? Meanwhile, Norris is holding him out straight armed and landing a shot once in a while, and no, Romanov yeah. can't get a single shot in. It, it's like okay. Romanov didn't start that. Well, Romanov hit him from behind, which started, which pissed off Norris. Yeah, and then Norris dropped like dropped the gloves and went after him. And just the calls were just totally opposite. It it made no sense to me. And Gary and like, Galley lives in Ottawa, I think. This. He used to be and on he, Team 1200 way back in, in the day. He's and from he, Almont. And he did the, the Sens broadcast. He used to own a pub in Almont, actually. I don't know if he's from there, but he used to own a pub in Almont. So, like... Anyway... I don't know. It, it's just, it's getting frustrating with that. And I know that you keep saying it's smaller market, small market, but it, you can't grow the friggin' thing when this is the, when this is reporting you're getting like even the, the day after Claude Julien got fired and I listened to Montreal radio cause it's. Well, you want to see what they're saying. I hate listening. Of course. And I can't remember his name. My, you, you'll know it. The guy in TSN Montreal, Maya Reno or something like that? Oh, um, oh, you just drove it out of my mind. Uh, I know who you're thinking of, but I can't think of his name. Anyway, off you go. Anyway. So, um, so, he just kept going on and on and on about Brady Kachuk and how incredible of a player he is. And then we flip over to local radio and they're talking about what they're going to order for lunch. Crazy. Like, yeah, well, if how is the Montreal radio doing a better job of promoting our, our, our player? Tony Marinaro is who you're thinking of. That's it. And he he's fun, especially when the Habs are doing poorly. He is great to listen to. Former player. Is he? Sounds like something you'd order yeah. at, at an Italian restaurant. <laughs> I'll have the Tony Marinaro, please. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, really, out of all of these games, we got five games left. Five of them were wins. And, like, none of them were, like, overtime wins or shootouts. I think we've only had, like, two shootouts this year. If they can start off the season reasonably close to how they're ending it, yeah. uh, it would be a big difference next year. Or eight? It felt like all of them. There's a lot of them. It was certainly the first dozen were terrible. It was a seven or eight game road trip out west, and they lost at Rouen, I think. Yeah, something like that, yeah. yeah. So you win half of them, and you're you're in the conversation. Hmm. So, which it's frustrating, but oh my! Like just the names that I've been reading out, it's the same guy. Drake Batherson is a dream player. I love that kid. Pinto coming from college straight into NHL and looking like he belongs. Yep. He's Josh honestly. Norris. What's Norris that? looks like he's arrived. Josh Norris has, has had a hell of a season for first season in the NHL. Yep. Yeah, he's first line center and, and look at all the, every team that we play, look at the, the, the top two centers that he has to face off against and look at how yeah. great he's played. 
Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's and I mean, incredible. you take, you take that. I mean, the, well, okay. We can talk about other players as well. I mean, that the one that has consistently surprised, impressed, blown me away. Zoob. Zoob. <laughs> what a find. What this what guy just came out of nowhere and he's like, okay, yeah, I really want to keep him. Keep him. Yep. Sign him. Yep. He could be the next Mark Mathot. The, the steady defensive guy who lets the stars do their thing and backs them up mm -hmm. and everything else. Mm -mm -mm. Yep. And Shabbat too, after going through a, kind of a middle period where it was like, oh, he's making a lot of mistakes or playing them too much. And, you know, the, the doubt mm -hmm. the last few games, he's dominated. Well, he cut his minutes back. They well, cut his minutes back because they are playing the other younger players more because they've got rid of the players who were taking all the minutes who weren't playing well, hence Shabbat playing so much. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm happy. Well, it's, Did we all say you, this? You could have done that before, too. <laughs> well. That's, that's you, my only gripe right now. <laughs> you could have, but you, 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 they were trying something and it didn't work and they changed it. It, it, they I'd may like not change see, it fast enough, but they changed yeah. it. That's I'd like exactly to see Jacob it. Bernard Docker play more. And at at this right point, now. you have to. And like take Shabbat out, like or whatever. Well, like it's, it's not about yeah, the winning it's, right it's, now. Yeah, it's, but it, just take it, take like a regular out. It's fine. Like just get get these kids some playing time because this is kind of preseason now. Yeah. Hmm? And then the easy decision is Josh Brown. And if you weren't going to play him, why isn't he in the AHL? Um. He, right. I'm not sure if he can play in the AHL because yeah, he, he wasn't can. on their roster. No, he can't. Bernard Docker can't play in the AHL because he Uncleared wasn't on their it. roster. He wasn't on their roster then. He wasn't signed. So he can't play Uncleared. in the AHL. Put another jersey on him. Nope, he was signed after the trade deadline when they had to lock their rosters in. So he can't okay. play in the AHL. And I do not want, I for one, do not want Josh Brown taken out. He's been, he has been fine. Well, fine, take somebody else out. Yeah, like just I was going to say, you can, you can take out Mete or you can take out Batherson. Yeah, That's the, fine. The, those are the others. Uh, Brandstrom. Those are the others. Brandstrom, sorry. Derp. <laughs> so like, you. you got Zaitsev and Zub. Zaitsev, I think you, you really you don't want to play him as much as you can. He's been fine. Mm, he had a brutal third period last night. That, that, was, my, that was my one observation. Is he yeah, had sorry. a bad third period. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, it happens. Happen. It, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not crushing on. I'm going. Okay, he needs to be pulled out and never played again. I'm not that fan. Referees might have also gone to their heads, right? <laughs> the refereeing well, that, wasn't that goal, terrible. That but should it have been great. a goalie interference. Was just stupid. Like Montreal gets the benefit of the doubt every time on those kind of things. No, they, that one got called back. It got called back. Oh, it did. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I yeah, I was a little surprised it got called back. I'm like. Whoa. That's yeah, that's chancy. And I think you're that just was, listening to Gary Galley again. You're right. That was that was the lube square on uh, on bingo. We, we got lube. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little distracted late in the game. I was just watching it without the audio on. So, but no, like, there, there's so many positives on this team. There's there's so many positives. There's positives. There's an awful lot to look forward to. I'm I and I am looking forward to it next year because you take away the the first quarter of this season, this team is better than their record suggests, and they, which is why think, it's so much fun to watch them now. They can fly. Do you think oh we're going to have butts in the seats next season? Yep. 
I think. Well, it, I mean, it if won't the, be the capacity, if, but. Especially if the the building isn't open, is is if the season and and the building is open in say October. Oh yeah, they'll mm-hmm. be they'll be butts in seats. So season yeah. starts October twelfth. What are the chances that the schedule has all the Canadian teams on a two week road trip in the U.S. to start? Why? Just in the case that Canada is slow to reopen. Oh, okay. so that way you can come back and have more home games Jan Feb March. Hmm? Interesting. Not not beyond the realm of possibility. I hadn't thought of that to be honest, but I I think it's that, an interesting that takes thought. Takes us out to November. So again, with our schedule, we're all fully vaccinated by end of August. Oh, but it's not us. It's the governments that have to approve all this, and it, which is all then, based on vaccination rates. Mm-hmm. Right. Because I mean, as it so stands by now, sep- end September, we should be mostly done. And the well, damn thing that, has to go away, which is another grind my gear later, but. Yeah, I was going to say the 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 vaccination timing depends on on rollout because I mean if it sits the way it is now, we're we're at the fairly cutting edge of the larger wave of vaccinations. I mean, yes, there were before us, but that was a smaller wave. So yeah. we're in mid August right now. So mid August, September, October. So I would say it may fin- finish up at the end of October, but whatever, that's yeah. fine. We'll see. It's something to look it, forward to, which exactly. was more than we had at this time last year when we were all going. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, yeah. Pan, I saw you uh, this week for the first time face-to-face, briefly, albeit, but the first, you you mentioned, it was the first time we saw each other face-to-face since we recorded at the draft lottery. Crazy. Mm-hmm. That's 10 months ago. Wow. Is that long? <laughs> it was June, June, was it not? Yeah, it was Would late been, June. Yeah. 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 And that was the last time... I mean, Canuck, I can't. I guess that was the last time I saw you, and I haven't seen Absolutely. you yet, except on a computer screen. So, yeah, it's been it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe we I, could record I'm, outside I'm in the summertime. <laughs> we'll sit outside in your wind. backyard. We'll sit outside in your We're backyard. Need a whole and we'll be bunch separated of wind apart. Socks. <laughs> <laughs> the internet is terrible out here. Um. Oh well, we'll find a backyard. Could do it over at my place. Yeah. I got a I got a screened in place. Of course, you can. with strong <laughs> Wi Fi. There we go. That'd be fun. So, yeah. So there, there. That's that's no, what's going on. Forward. We got. And, and I still think other... we like we we might still be at like maybe twenty five percent capacity to start in the fall. At the well, you'll be one of them. Hands down. <laughs> I figured as much. Um, well, we at... both have season tickets, right? So it's yeah. yeah. Unless we decline them, it should be. Yeah, I've got no reason to there you go as long as things stay steady better yep and no one's allowed to complain about the traffic in this case well the 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 four (laughs) lanes are the four lanes are open now at carmel you'll be be gold yeah exactly now the the parking lot's a pain in the ass oh Oh, suck it up buttercup (laughs) give me a break twelve (laughs) dollars okay here's the question for you uh, and this, this is, uh, and we can go to our notes for a few things here. Um, what is the biggest priority for? I know we talked about this a little bit on our last episode. The, the biggest priority for Pierre Dorian coming up. I give you three choices. Ugh. Number one, the expansion draft. Number two, free agency. Number three, Brady Kachuk's contract. Number three. 
Yeah. I mean, number one's a little different. I mean, it it's a priority, but he's got a pretty easy, as we went through the exercise ourselves, he could screw it up and not really screw it up badly uh, because well, all the key people are kind of protected anyway. So mm-hmm. of those three, that's, that's the most important, I think. I still think there's a good opportunity around that. Um, well, that's what I mean when I'm the, saying the, that that's, the a, that's mo- something the most, the most important is absolutely Brady Kachuk. Okay. We got if a question you, for you on you that. Can... Go ahead. Well, my question is, if you're Pierre Dorian and you're in this situation right now, what are you looking at signing? Short? Long? Somewhere in the middle? Long. For uh, The team wants long. The team wants long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Is that what you asked? Well, yes. If that's a stumbling block, would you shine, sign a shorter one to at least you get it done for a couple no years? Choice. Yeah. I wouldn't sign a one-year or two-year deal. Like, granted, nobody's going to want a two-year deal at, the, at this point. I hope not. I'd rather go long myself. Yeah, because, like, for, well, for the team, one, you get you have control over the player. Mm-hmm. It's Brady freaking Kachak here. You've got control of them for eight years. Number two, there's no better op- there's no better time for you to get a long term deal now because of the the depressed market and the um, um, uh, flat cap. Number three, just falling into luck. The senators love their their back um, not back diving, but their um, the deals where they pay more at the end. And now the players will want less money at the start because um, all of the, uh, not clawbacks, but the escrow, which probably won't be made back, is going to be fairly heavy in the next two years Mm. until things get back to normal. So again, like not starting the, you're not doing the math right off the bat, but you might be able to sign him for like a five-year contract this year. Or, or like five mil, sorry, five million this or for next season and the season after that, and then increase it up to ten million dollars at the end for the last three or f- four years. I was going to say you have to play with the numbers a little bit with that, but I see where you're going. Yeah. So that's what that's what the that's what the team would want. Brady will probably want a bridge deal. That's what I figure. And also with that, I still would not be prepared to come as a player. I would not be prepared to commit until I see what else this team is doing. Cause the last thing you want to do is sign and then things fall apart. Owner gets angry, blows things up and then you're stuck. Yeah. I can see it from Brady's perspective. Don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, here's to hoping I'm by the way, I'm, I'm on the same side. I think it is the most important thing to do. The second important, most important thing to do is is uh, do something interesting with the expansion draft. Big time. Because I think you'll do better with that than with free agency as far as if you're trying to find something. 100%. I think you'll do better with that. 100%. Because if you can find a trade to make and pick up somebody that a team wants to or, or cannot protect but wants to get something for, I think that's your opportunity. So, 100%. And I think you'll do better with that than you will with uh, with free agency. So... I don't, I don't think there's really that many like 
star free agents that I would think of. I'm not sure, to be honest. Right? But like, uh, unless you get Alexander Ovechkin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He's he's available. Go get him. How hard can it be? And like outside of that, in, in, well, he's a UFA. Yeah. Right. That's going to go well. That'll work. From capital to capital? Never know. Um, <laughs> I've got my eye on RNH badly. Really? Yep. He's a he's a free agent, is he not? Yep. I think he's got a handshake deal. But there's nobody else any... you, could, you could get for free to be your one your top line center. And then if you're moving Josh uh, Josh Norris to two C and then Pinto to three C, Colin White either to Seattle or to third line right wing. Ridley Gregg, who I'm gonna love, is four C. You can shove Nick Paul there. Like that's yeah, Tierney r- certainly becomes expendable. You, 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 there's no future with Tierney on this team. He's got one year left anyway, so he'll just kind of hang out. <laughs> so, like, like I'm not going to blow my head off about Chris Tierney being here or not. I don't um, see us signing any UFAs. Other I, than just, I don't. But we roll. don't necessarily like unless you can get like a top level guy like that. I don't see the necessity to. Correct. Other than just like. Depth, depth stuff. Defense. I was going to say, for me, it's a it's a it's a top pairing or a, a top four defenseman. And if you want to do a center, then you could do a center as well. But yeah, I'm with you. It's defense for me. That's the big priority. Maybe the way things are going, we should uh, sign about four more goalies. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we have signed another one. We have signed another one. Oh he's yeah, actually, we did. Good. Segment. He was playing in. Uh, he was playing for uh, Belleville last night. He's he's not a big man. He's um he, he's so kind he's of a tall man. He's a t- <laughs> <laughs> Mad Sogard, who was the 2019 uh, second round pick, who is depending on who you read, somewhere between six foot seven and six foot nine, without skates. So, which so means he's Chara. He's Chara, except he he's, plays in goal. He's two inches taller than Ben Bishop. If if he's six foot nine. Yeah. Yeah, so he's he's Amazing. bigger than Ben Bishop. Like that's so watch huge. that five hole. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's my dark horse. I I love that kid so much. And he had a very good season this year in the Finnish Elite League, and now he's over mm-hmm. here. So yep. we our 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 injury goaltending carousel is just is just getting more and more interesting by the minute. So guard. Well, I think it means Hogberg is not going to be back. Hogberg but, won't be back. No. Do you remember? <laughs> Remember Anders Nielsen when he was our goalie? Yep. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to be mean. I know he's Frig, he's remember Mike in, Condon injured. was? <laughs> and Andrew Hammond? Mm-hmm. All these goalies who've been around but aren't around anymore? Yeah. Mild, mild, just mind-blowing. Because, I mean, the goalie injury thing has been going on. Decord is out for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Murray might be back. It's it's an iffy thing. They're they're not saying one way or the other for sure whether he will be or not, but he might be. So, it's good to have this kind of goalie depth. I mean, it's it's nice. Yeah. I mean, for a while, Belleville was actually had signed um, Cedric Andre to an ATO because they Just needed protect a, a... the groin guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no! laughs> 
Yeah, just, just stretch. Right just in the it. plums. Is that what you're saying? Okay. <laughs> and now, okay, I, was talk- I was talking to Murray Pam from Full Press, and he's like, well, I'm, I'm not sold if Matt Murray's going to be the starter because of his injuries. At which point I'm like, well, considering the depth that we have, I don't really care. Right. It, it's have, not you know like before, all... right? It's not like when, like, uh, when Craig Anderson go uh, even in that long. We had Brian Elliott, which I was never a fan of. But like when when the goalie or Anderson would go down, you'd have to run Alex Ald. It's like, oh, yeah. Like that's not great. But now if you tell me, okay, well we've got Decord or Govsson getting a run, it's like, all right. Mm-hmm. Recall how we all were willing to expose Matt Murray, and I still would. Uh, in the expansion draft, there's actually been talk through different mediums that Pierre Dorian probably will protect Matt Murray, if nothing more than a reputation move to not look bad and maybe to play okay. to the psyche of Matt Murray. I think it's a bad choice, but I don't. Think so. I would I would still go with Decord or Gustafson. Well, so would I. I would too. And you know and what? I mean, you, it's, you give him the character of the stick. It's like, we're, we're going to expose you. Not well, only did Seattle not want you, also nobody else wanted to trade for you after Seattle Seattle could take you. So you got to get it together. I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it's that stick-like. I think it's more like, okay, you're, you're being exposed and... We don't think they're going to take you, so we're we're working we're protecting other assets because we don't think you're a risk. It's it's, it's not personal and it's it's business, but I don't think it's necessarily a slight. I think it's say. Pierre Dorian looking that he stuck his neck out to get Murray, so he needs well, to. Well, you don't don't you he... don't double down on your mistakes. Well, yeah, people do oh. it all the time. <laughs> no, I know, but he, he's all. Um, yeah, Dorian's also on a contract here. All the more reason he doesn't want to so, look well, bad, right? I don't know. It's you got two picks in a, in a, two second rounders, and this it is another CC reason why it's like here you go for. Well, that was on Eugene. Eugene wasn't available at the time to prove it. Um, no, this is where you can dangle these picks that he's been avoiding. The we overdrafted last year. We've got way more picks next year. If you can get some of that over to Detroit, uh, Detroit to Seattle to get Zaitsev, free up that space for JBD. You're set. Well, it, it could go either way. I mean, it really, it, like, and it, it it may go either way. Who knows? But we'll yeah, see. There's, there's, there's lots of things. Now I've got doubt in my mind, right? Because he has looked way better. Well, I'm happy he's looking good. He's looking like what we expected him to. Now, to say, to be fair. Yeah, so he looked he good also for has, four games. It's not. He's looked good for four games, but he's also had a much better team playing in front of him. So yes, he was he was ha- he was struggling early in the season, but so was everything that was going on in front of him. So I'm not too worried about that, at least for now. I think we can go on at least without worrying about it too much. Um, others, other um, you you mentioned um, Ridley. Is it Greg Greek. or Greg? 
Grieg. Grieg, yeah. Can never pronounce that. Really Grieg, I don't know. He's, he's been uh, back in Belleville, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. That's, our, that's another first-round yeah. pick. Western Hockey League's done. Mm-hmm. You're going to like him because he's a pest. Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, he's the perfect fourth-line center. Like, perfect. Um, and like going back to Pinto, I think Pinto is what Mike Fisher was supposed to be. What? Who? Mike Fisher. Oh. Oh. Honestly, like well, the more and more I see him play, it's like he's he's in that defensive um, positioning or I guess situation defensive situations a lot. Mindset. No, no, like they put him out on the penalty kill. They they put him on defensive draws and stuff like that. Hmm. So. I and also like in a handful of NHL games, he's already at that level. Yahoo! And so he'll turn into a third line center, but be paid as but, a second. N- <laughs> no, but he, he's better, so he actually will be a second line center. Nice. That's better than Mike Fisher. Um, that's a pretty lofty goal, but I'd be good with it. I'd be very happy with it. Yep. Just fine. So um, looking at the oh my god. List of Senators draft picks. I just want to go through the 2020 draft picks that we just did. So the looking back, these are the picks that we had last year. Or like in the last draft. So Tim Stutzla, obviously early in the league. Jake mm-hmm. Sanderson's taking another year. Ridley Good. Gregg signed. And even at mm-hmm. the start of the AHL year. Because uh, the Western League wasn't open yet, so he was able to play in Belleville. He was their best center. Um, then we've got se- so second round, Robbie Gerventi, uh, Gervent- who's Gervente. coming up. He didn't have the great World Juniors, but that's fine. Next, Tyler Clevin. I think he's is is he signed? Uh, no, he's still or he's going U- he's going back. Okay, which he's is going fine. back to UND. Okay, then with the uh, the Mark Stone trade, Igor Sokolov has thirteen goals in thirteen games in the HL. Yeah, he's tearing it up down. Like frick, another <laughs> left winger. Okay. Okay. So you think we have enough goalies? Levi Marilainen destroyed the Finnish league. I, I think like, and then Eric Engstrand. I don't know who that is. This is fifth round, sixth round. Philip Daou. I think we even signed him. And then uh, six-round Cole Reinhardt, I know we signed him. Mm-hmm. What a draft. Like, all these guys are here except for Sanderson and Clevin. And Re- or, like, the ones that can be. And then and you get the impression the... Sanderson could be here and, uh, and fit in if you wanted to. Yeah, I don't think he will be. I think he'll, he'll be here at the year. end of the year. He'll be yeah. here at the end of the year. Yeah, he's not He He would have signed this year if he was going to come up next year. Also signed Angus Cruikshank from the 2019 draft. But like, what a great draft that was, eh? Mm-hmm. And we're just like, like, why are they taking on these guys? <laughs> why do we need another goalie? One, two, three. We, we chose five left wings. Now, are some of them left wingers slash centers? No. No, not, not at that level. Then they well, actually, five. And then Stutzel, who was positioned as a center. I don't think he's a center. 
I don't think he, he hasn't is played yet. Set, I, I don't. He hasn't played it in two years. If he's not going to play it in junior, he's not going to play it in in, in uh, granted, Well, with national teams and things like that, it's always difficult for Germany because there's such a small pool of them. Well, we'll see. But he I hasn't mean, really shown the defensive game. So a lot he's of time. eighteen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he's eighteen. No, I, I don't I, have a problem with the first Josh time. Norris there. Yeah. And then just Josh let him Norris. just let him be a sniper. Suits all that is. Well, his goal last night was uh, pretty sweet. <laughs> it was wow to the moon. <laughs> that one just kept going and going. Oh it was gosh, in and out so quickly. I thought beautiful. it was in and out so quickly. I thought he rang it off the post. It's like oh, oh yeah oh that was in. Like, I hope the next Gary five games said it was he just, just okay. Starts, yeah. It was pretty run right in the mill. Yeah, this is. I I I hope that he really starts. He's been starting to heat up a bit. Well, I think he probably hit a wall with how much he was playing because he's probably not used to playing that many. Like it's been a it's been a tough yeah. season. It, and if, to be if, a, if he ends strong, I'm I'm happy. A tough season for anybody, but let alone an 18 year old rookie in the in the league. So I'm okay with how how well he's played. I, I'm fine with it. It's not as good as I would have hoped, but that's fine. <gasps> hey, he's played the whole season. Quinton Byfield just played his first game in the NHL. Yeah. So wow. Yeah, yeah. that's a little that's a little weird. I mean, yeah. and he's playing in for Lafayette, LA. It's not it like very late. Yeah, like LA is right above Ottawa in the standings. It's not like they couldn't have used him, but they didn't play him. Oh, anyway. what was the knock on Byfeld when they are doing all the analysis? There's a little concern that he's, he's clearly skilled, but a little concern on his work work ethic, right? I'm perfectly happy with having Tim Stutzler. Uh, so perfectly am I. happy. Yeah. So am I. It'll just take a little bit longer, I think, than what we expected. You noted um, Maxence Gannett. I don't know anything about Maxence Gannett. We signed. Other, he's a defense. He's a a, a right shooting defenseman. Who plays oh, in the queue? Okay. Yeah, he was the 2019 seventh round pick. <laughs> That's all I know. Because the other thing I was really worried about is like, well, we're just going to pull everyone up from Belleville, and Belleville's going to be thin. No, no, we're going to no, have lots in Belleville. Like, there's going to be a full team down there. Mm-hmm. Amazing. No, Goalie's going to have to play right wing <laughs> to get some ice time. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have some off. We're going to have some offhand shooting uh, players down there if they want to get some. Uh, playing time just a quick note i noticed the other day um power play unit number one which at the time it, it varies a little bit but it was shabbat norris kachuk batherson and stutzla which means you nice. have a 24 year old an 18 year old and three players 22 or younger <laughs> freaking wild eh? and and, that's, and they're the best I mean, players that we have yeah they're all really young and they're all yep. good yep and did you notice on this wasn't necessarily tied to just power play? This actually, I saw this more five on five on the game last night against Montreal, especially early the first half of the game. The tra- speed transitions through the neutral zone as they passed it back to the person who was flying in. Like, oh my gosh, they finally got that figured out. Yeah. So were they just trolling us for the first three quarters of the season or what? No. Yeah, they, they, they sure got them. us. They sure got us. They sure got us. <laughs> <laughs> They were young and learning, figuring it exactly out. Exactly what they're going to do. Everything else. But 
Yes. The the transition game was and the speed And they don't game. do it every time either. No. They were mixing it up and 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 pulling things out of their hindquarters yep. all over the place, but it was yep. working really well. And, and once then they, just they got have overloaded. the zone, it is beautiful. There was some nice passing it's, going on last it's night. It's incredible. It was fun to watch. I, it was yeah. genuinely fun to watch, which you couldn't necessarily say at the beginning of the year that it was a whole lot of fun to watch. It was frustrating. So, all good. Anything else, Senators, you want to talk about? I think we've covered it pretty well. Yeah, Most I know of our talking I points, at least. Um, yeah, just the... And this, I, know, I know I'm a little bit ahead of it, but just the Atlantic Division next year. Right? Like... We give, um, we give Toronto probably the biggest challenge that they have. They don't play well against us at all. Which is no. weird. Uh, Montreal, I think we've beaten them seven out of your six out it's of like eight. Like fifty-fifty, right? Like no, we're, we're we're way higher than that. They've only beat oh. us two or three times. Um, and we've got one game I'm left. I'm glad we don't have to face Edmonton. That's for sure. <laughs> they seem to have our number. Freaking clean us <laughs> out. But like your Calgary played well again. Every, yeah, everyone except Edmonton. Vancouver, we came around to. Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah. you, don't, you don't give... At this point, I don't give too much of that because Vancouver is just a disaster with the scheduling and COVID. So you got to give them a little bit. But for right. next year, so... Bruins are still going to be top, top of the division. Um, Tampa's Tampa. That's fine. Florida. Florida's done exceptionally well. But then, well, Toronto's in there. Buffalo's somehow going to be worse than they were this year. Yeah. Like, Buffalo's if they brutal. Ha- if they have anything left. Like, what, if, if, what are they going to have next year? They'll have Darlene and Eichel. Uh, they if don't they, have a goalie. If- if neither of them says, you know what, I'm done with this. But Toronto has too much offense to not be in the picture. Oh. What wins championships? No, but I'm talking about regular season and getting into, getting the, into the playoffs. Yeah, but yeah. we're five we're five hundred, right? We're five hundred against them. Hmm. Um but like Detroit's still a ways out. Florida's a big question mark. Florida's done well, good for them, but I don't know how sustainable that's gonna be. Montreal, we can hang in. Yeah, we already mentioned that. And and yeah, so that's a division. And it's what, three teams that make it? So Well, four technically. Depending on wild card. On one card, yeah. Yeah. It could be three, I, it could I, be four, I, it could I be five. We, we can compete for at least wild card next year. I'm okay with that. I wouldn't and mind. It'll be nice. Because if, if we do get into the playoffs, that could be we, really entertaining. Really entertaining because yeah. this team knows how to defend as long as they can keep their their heads on the on the, on big their shoulders. Mark. Yeah, and big question mark on Matt Murray. Well, yeah, he's done it before, and can our he defense? do it again? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He he may just stand on his head and and do what he do what he did to the Senators in 2019. I'll come in and shut you down. Oh, by the way, I won a cup that year. We'll see. Yeah, and then what else did you do? Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's at least there's an awful lot of room for optimism with all that, which is a nice thing to have, don't you think? Yes. It's not pessimism, it's, so it's optimism. Nice. It's, it's so nice. And everyone is so pumped for this team now. Mm-hmm. 
Maybe the national media might be. You never know. Yeah, it's, no, it's not. <laughs> a couple of quick notes from around the league. Um, I noted this was this was a little while ago, but I mean, we haven't recorded in a little while. The Seattle Kraken are actually being sued by a bar called the Seattle Kraken. Because And the reason for this is because the team has announced they want to open the Seattle Kraken Bar and Grill at the arena. And the bar that already exists, which is a, it's a, they call themselves a dive bar because it's, it's music and, and, you know, bar food and that sort of thing. Um, that's why oh. they're like, okay, hang on. We, we weren't going to necessarily have a problem with the team being called that, but now you want to open another bar called the Seattle Kraken. That's going to be an issue. And it's in Seattle. Yeah. Yeah. And it's existed. missed opportunity. So they it's, decided to complain. They could have embraced this and, and no, been a part of it. They no, they they were okay Please with the buy team. By my being, name. By my name. The, the bars existed for a number of years and they were okay with the team being called the Kraken, but now there's going to be another bar by the same name. And that's yeah. where they're I, uh, that's where they're going. Yeah, I that's where they're going, yeah. Agree with that. Mm-hmm. Where is so this? it'll be it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um uh, your notes that you put in were that, um, oh, yeah, uh, the league has signed another television deal in the U.S. for TNT. Lots mm-hmm. of streaming going on with them. Oh, is there? Okay, nice. Yeah, there will be quite a bit of it. Uh, but they will be taking uh, some games on, on, on national television as well. It'll be interesting to see what happens to Pierre Maguire because NBC won't be carrying hockey anymore. wonder where he'll yeah. end up. Maybe Should he'll move back to ESPN. Hockey operations here. ESPN will jump at him. I would think so. Now, especially um, with TNT, though, I'm hoping there's going to be a culture change with hockey. <laughs> like, just bring more out of like with what they're doing with with. Yeah, I know. With well, there's also ESPN. So I mean, there's there's both. Yeah, it'll be a like, it'll be. A I feel like TSN thing. has made a culture change for the positive. <laughs> TSN is uh, watching the game last night on the Rogers. Because it was a national game. It was horrible. So I mean, I'm, I'm actually going to introduce one of my grinds, my gears things early. Because watching yeah. that, I, I sat down to watch the game start to finish from the very beginning of the broadcast. Hype video. Hmm? Yeah. Are you going to talk about the hype video? With Justin Bieber. Yeah. And they promoted Justin Bieber throughout the entire broadcast. Really? That's where you think hockey culture is. Justin Bieber. What? Oh, I'm, sure the tw- I'm sure the 20 year olds listen to him. Yeah, I, I don't. I, <laughs> like, that it was, fit. it was bad. It was really, re- like, I'm sorry, his music does not fit a hype video for hockey on Saturday night. It just doesn't. I think it was big. It was a hidden. Uh, it There's was a, a love song of, to it Austin. It was an advertising. It was. That's oh, it was product songs. placement is what it was. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's a big Leafs fan. So, hey, that ties it in, even though we're watching a Leafs Senators. Or sorry, we're watching a Habs Senators game. But it was There's just There's a lot of people terrible. saying that about Drake and the Raptors, though. So Yeah. Well, Whatever. I wouldn't necessarily disagree with that. But Bieber, that was just horrible. Like, And, and the broadcast uh, quality did not. Bieber forced upon us. Yeah. The broadcast just went downhill. For, like, it started badly, it and bad. it went downhill from there. It was horrible. That's why TSN is so important as the local broadcaster because it's better. It's just I got, better. I got a very unpopular opinion too. I don't like Ron McLean. 
people just love this guy. I don't I like don't, him. I don't think he's I, I, loved. I don't know. I, I just I find him I, very kind of smarmy. I know more than you. Look at me. I, I can't put my finger on, on the it. Panel, except for Elliot Freeman's great. You see, I I think that Ron's been put into a position where he has to pander to what they want the culture of the broadcast to be, rather mm-hmm. than be himself, which is what he used to be able to do. Like Probably. way back before he and and before he was on Coach's Corner with Don Cherry, like way back when Ron McLean was just being Ron McLean. He was fantastic because he was being a guy who knows a lot about hockey and he yep. does. And in person, I will say this, I've met him once years ago. He is the nicest guy you've ever met. He's actually quite shy. Um, but I had a really nice Unless chat with him. Unless he's playing air guitar. I, I had a really nice chat with him because nobody else seemed to want to talk to him. So I had a great mm-hmm. chat with him. We talked about all sorts of stuff just because he was just a guy. And I think he's being put into the, the whole the whole uh, edgy in your face production value with what's going on, what they're talking about. And they're trying to, you know, break stories and everything else. It's just give it a rest. It's not, that's not what sports fans, not what hockey fans are looking for. That may be what entertainment tonight fans are looking for, but it's not what sports fans are looking for. We're not looking for the edgy breaking news story. Just tell me what's going on. Yeah. You don't need now to make it into said, a show. James Duthie as a host compared to Ron McLean. Leaps and bounds better. I think he also has a better supporting cast and a culture mm-hmm. to work with. And that's why. But yeah, oh, fabulous. I mean, TSN's hockey coverage, I don't really care who's playing. If I can watch it, I'll watch it because it's good. Yep. Their coverage of hockey is good because it's sports. It's not entertainment. It's sports. And there's a difference between these two things. And that's what I think makes it better, in my not so humble opinion. Yeah. And I thank God that Sportsnet got uh, got uh, Chris Cuthbert for the makes playoffs. it tolerable when he does. Oh, he's so good. Had them. He's so good. He is a great play-by-play voice, and I look forward to him being around more than some of the other people who are around because they're not very good. Yeah. So um, anyways, I'm. I'm. These are the things that I really want. Um, TNT and ESPN to just revamp, and like the the NBC broadcast is fun. Nesson isn't, but that's obviously homerism. NBC's fine. NBC's yeah, like great. It. Yeah, like they I got rid of Shoe Boy, but besides that, it's uh... if they can cover hockey the way they cover U.S. Politics. football, no football. Yep. Okay. Because football, yeah, the pregame shows and so on can be a little about entertainment, but it's about, it's all the about the game, the sport. It's, it's, you know, they'll have a collection of insiders. They'll have people who are in the know, but they're talking about it as sports, not trying to make it, not trying to make themselves the entertainment. It's what they're talking about. That's the, that's the, the draw. And that's what I want to see done with hockey. Because if they can do that in the U.S., that'll help grow it. But maybe, mm-hmm. just maybe, it'll rub off on the god-awful content we're being forced to watch these days north of the border. They could get John Madden to do color commentary. Someone gets checked. <laughs> Boom! He's on his back. Like there's there's no excitement in it. Uh, yeah. No, not so much. Um. Anything else you want to really talk about? I put down a couple of notes about stuff from around the league, but there's nothing really super interesting. I mean, Ryan Miller and Andrew Shaw are announcing their retirements. Oh, that was your note. Yep. Yep. That's good. 
Um, Jake Furtanen has been put on leave by the Canucks. That one came out just the other day. That's a, yeah. oh, it's okay. a yikes. It's That's a, yikes. a yikes. Especially yeah. the statement that came out the, the, from the team that they, you know, they were very concerned about what's going on. It's like, okay, they're it's actually good. taking this seriously. Yeah. I'm happy yeah. to see that. It's better than how the Sens handled Randy Lee. You have a note about playoffs. You want to explain that? So, yeah. Oh. So they're, they're talking about changing, potentially changing the playoffs back. Of course. Because um, right now we've been in, in, in divisional uh, play for. Because the Leafs fans time. are getting mad at it because he kept Because they can't Boston. get past Boston. Boston. <laughs> even though Columbus bought, beat you last year. Oh, that wasn't in the playoffs. Sorry. That wasn't in the playoffs. playoffs. You didn't make the playoffs. Um, that was even. So, better. yeah. So there <laughs> there is talk about going back to the one versus eight. So conference one versus conference eight? Correct. Okay. So one eight two seven. A lot more travel possibly, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, it tra- makes it, it mixes things up. Travel shouldn't matter for these guys. It really shouldn't. And it makes oh. it mixes things up. And in the time because how many times did Washington get knocked out by Pittsburgh in the first so round? Many. And they were like second round, at least two of the times. best teams. Yeah. So they, they shouldn't face each other. So there's no there are like no advantages of, of winning out your division a lot of times, especially in the Metro. Um, well, and sometimes it, like the wild card team that would face the Atlantic or the center or whatever the other one is, I think there's three, would be you'd be better off getting the wild card than playing within your division. Well, yeah. it would give you a, so, a slightly better reward for winning. If you have the best, if if you're the number one or number two team in the conference, you're playing a number eight, not playing a, a fourth yep. from your division who may only be four points back and who kicked your butt all season in 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 divisional play. So exactly. I'm I like it because I'm I'm honestly I'm kind of tired of this play it out of I know it's going back to the way it was when you'd have to play out of your division. I prefer the one through eight because it gives you a better variety. We would never have played the Devils in the first round of the playoffs if we were playing still within divisions. So I'm all for it. I'm fine with it, but it's just funny. I know it's coming from the Toronto. No, no, this, <laughs> they do want to play it's, all, it's all Metro. It's all the Metro. Like the, the Rangers should, should be a much better team than where, where they, especially over the last decade, they were an excellent team and they could barely make the playoffs because the, the, the division was too strong. You mean like the Toronto Blue Jays? Always, always having to play against, play the against Yankees Boston and, and, the, and the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm with you on that. Blue Jays look more... exciting right now too. I haven't watched too many of the games, but they're second in their uh, division or whatever it is. Are they? Okay. Yeah. I don't. Fo- I like, don't... It's early. They're only 17 games in, so yeah. like what? It's baseball. Done the season, so doesn't interest me. But that's yeah. There's just still like I've, 286 was... games left to go or something. Yeah. So. I was far more interested in the football draft, but that's just me. Um. The one story that came out. <laughs> did, did did you get anxiety watching the crowds? I sure did. <laughs> no, I, I wasn't. It's like I them. know you're all vaccinated. I know that you're all vaccinated. I am still uncomfortable watching this. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's going to take a while to get used to that. That's going to be a thing, yeah. I think. And if it isn't a thing, it should be. But that's just me. Maybe I'm just far too far too paranoid about the whole thing. Um, there was a story that came out a while back um, about former Ottawa 67, now Minnesota Wild, 
uh, Marco Rossi. Mm-hmm. And Marco Rossi uh, was playing at the. Um, he was World playing juniors. at the World Juniors, and started to feel really fatigued, and to the point where so, so um, he, he was said, COVID positive. I think in April or May of mm-hmm. last year, mm-hmm. and this was well, in June. I can't remember exactly when it was June, July. But he he actually told the coach, "I can't go out. I'm I, I can't go out on the ice anymore. I'm too tired. I, I just can't do it." And was told. Um, he was diagnosed with myocarditis, which is an inflammation of the heart muscle. Yeah. Well, the wild and, picked it up at training camp. Yeah. And he was told that if he had played one more game, it could have been catastrophic. Mm-hmm. Ab- like, wow. absolutely catastrophic. Um, now, he's still he's still recovering. He's doing much, much better. But um, there was an, the article was the, about the fact that it was, it was a, um, psychologically, it was terrible for him. Like absolutely horrible. He was going to sleep and he was scared he wasn't going to wake up. Mm-hmm. Whoa! And yep. he was he was having his like he was he was back with his parents and he said, "Could you sleep?" This is an actual quote. Could you sleep right next to my bed till I fall asleep? Because hmm. he was that he was that freaked out Terrified about it. I mean, about it. yeah. Well, like, okay. I like that. That says a lot for someone who's been through as much as he has to be that freaked out. But I can understand it. I don't, I'm not sick very often. And when I am sick, it's, it can be a little like. This is going to tie nicely into my crying gear stuff. Oh, is it? Okay. Um, I, I'll, I'll be completely honest. I don't get sick very often. And mm-hmm. the side effects but I had I do. from. Oh, I do. It's just <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the side effects I had from my vaccination did freak me out a little bit because I'm not, I haven't had a fever in probably Over... 30 years. Yeah. So I'm not accustomed to it. So when I started to get the chills and shake and be hot at the same time, it did freak me out a little bit. And I was fortunate that I wasn't by myself because if I had been, I would have been really freaking out. I had someone taking care of me and I appreciate it very much. It's truth. And I'm much better now. Thank goodness. Thanks, man. But I mean, yeah, it was a really But the other thing too was like you knew that you, you you were expecting side effects, so you knew where it was from at that point. I knew what it was from. I just wasn't expecting as stupid as it sounds. I wasn't, expecting how it felt because I, I'm so unfamiliar with it that I didn't realize what was going on until I was like, yeah, it's a fever. Don't worry about it. Just, well, <laughs> not don't worry about it, but it'll pass. Okay. Thank you. That's what I need to know. But there's, if you want to read the sto- whole story about um, Marco Rossi, there's an excellent article on Yahoo Sports about it. Really good. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that's about it. Do you want to grind some gears? I think we have a voice. You know what really now. grinds my gears? We do have a voicemail. Do you want to start there? Sure. Hey, guys. It's CB Inc. calling. You know what grinds my gears? I've told you before I work retail. And now during the lockout, we're not letting people in our store, and they have to come to the door and or place an order ahead of time. So I'll give you an example of when it really grinds my gears. Let's say someone calls, uh, and uh, we'll say his name is uh, Russell. And Russell calls to order for a case of, um, uh, let's see, Labatt 50. <laughs> and then he can't make it for some reason. And he asks his good friend, uh, let's make up a name, uh, Cardinal, to come by and pick it up. Cardinal comes to the door and says, I'm here to pick up an order. Sure, what's your name? Cardinal. And I look all over and I can't find an order for Cardinal. Hey, Cardinal, I can't find your order. Cardinal then loses it all over me, screaming and yelling at me about what kind of popsicle stand I'm running. 
And then I'm like, well, what did you order? Oh, case of Labatt 50. Well, that's here for Russell. Oh, yeah, I'm here picking up for Russell. Why didn't you say that in the beginning? I would have been done. Oh, just if you're going to call ahead, place an order, people. Tell if someone else is coming to pick it up, tell them what name it was ordered under. It makes it so much easier for everybody. Grinds my gears. Yeah. <laughs> tell us if you want to steal an order, you just say uh, you're Steve or Mike. Right. Uh, here for the order from Mike. I don't have the reference number. Yeah. Well, oh, well, done. well done, uh, CB Inc. Uh, I, uh, I, I feel your pain on that one. That's just, pretty dumb. Just kick the guy Deep, in the nerds. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Send them on uh, their I, way. I get I get voicemails at work sometimes. Like, hey, call me. Yeah, you want to tell me who you are? <laughs> phone number. Yeah, phone number. Sadly, name? yeah. Sadly, at this point, I've gotten used to the, the voices <laughs> and stuff. And I sort of call right, It's like I know who this is. All right. Okay. Fine. <laughs> okay. Who's next? I can go. Vaccine okay, shoppers. This is so, guys. Just, just get it done. Let's let's all get out of this. People are sick, sick and tired of this whole thing. Um, just, just for the love. I had an older coworker uh, who called me about something work related, and he he asked me how was I feeling because he knew I missed one meeting. It was the day after I got my shot. I just wasn't feeling up to the early morning one. I was fine by lunch, but uh, it's so he's. He said, well, which one did you get? I said, no, I got AstraZeneca. I was like, oh, weren't you nervous about that? Like, no. (laughs) I wasn't. I ran. Yep, I've had that too. (laughs) And this guy's in his 50s, right? So uh, right in the demographic of the ones doing the shopping and the waiting. and Mm -hmm. So bad. And and then, of course, with that too, because the 55 plus crowd has been eligible for a month. And then it was okay. Forty plus, you could. Was it forty plus could go? I guess so. Right? Forty plus. Mm-hmm. So right. forty plus, you can go to the pharmacies. And so here we Booked. come, snag everything. Yep. Like pretend that it's a freaking concert in the nineties that you want tickets to. Yeah. So you just find ways to get it, and then the fifty-five plus is like, wait a minute, no, I want it. Well, you had your opportunity. <laughs> We've been training for you this. We've been chance. telling our parents to get on that Cabbage Patch doll at Consumers Distributing. And, you know, or that PS2. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh. So, so my grind, my gears, is, is similar. It's, it's the opposition to the vaccine, which ties into the shopping. But, uh, you know, there's tie into people that just don't want to go get it. And, look, there's a risk with everything. There really is. Like, we might find out there's a risk of holding these iPhones up to our heads in 20 years or 10 years or something. We, my pants for 20 the, Everything, everything <laughs> we do has a risk. Uh, driving, <laughs> walking down the street. Right. But this thing is not, this COVID-19 is not going away. It's not going to go away. It no. is just a flu. It is just a flu. But it is probably one of the most severe flus you will ever have uh it's you uh, like we all wanted out of this we wanted we we're clamoring for this day and now it's here and you're you're pulling this it's it's just frustrating so what what's your option you so you don't want to get it okay and i can respect your decision you don't want to get but, it and, but, and the lockdowns and the lockdowns but, but you're going to get you're going to get sick and you know what 
you can get it again because mm-hmm. apparently you can just keep getting it. It's not going to yeah, go Chase away. Chase Harlock got it twice. Uh, I don't understand what you're doing. So I want everybody else to, I want enough other people to get it so I don't have to. So it just kind of goes away on its own. So you, you want everybody else to do the experiment for you. And like, I, we need to get out of this thing. Like this, this thing won, like the human race lost in a way to COVID-19. We, we, our weakness has been exposed and, uh, we weren't prepared for this pandemic. So you're right. We're going to have to do stuff that we weren't prepared to do to, to try to get out of it. Um, and there's just so much conspiracy out there about it causing infertility. And what's the, what's the link you sent there earlier? Like there's a, a oh, butcher shop, shop a butcher oh, shop know, in the greater the Toronto area. Doesn't want people to go in because they read somewhere that you're going to spread the vaccine. It doesn't want vaccinated garbage. people to go in the store because some sort of transfer risk. For yeah, someone's been vaccinated person. To... <laughs> the problem is that SARS, the SARS scare in Toronto was too long ago. Yeah. Because that was too long ago and people, people have forgotten about it. They don't want to hear it. So they just, oh no, I'll be fine. Okay. We live in a media area now, a media era now where you can find an article and anything you want to prove or to not necessarily prove, but prove at least disprove. to at least appease to what you want to hear. And, and to I'm not saying your, feed your bias. And your and your bias might be the right one, and maybe the wrong one. It doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like you can. I like. I could. I think chocolate cake is more healthy than broccoli. I bet you I can find articles out there from scientists that say this. And I'm glad I found that because it makes me feel less guilty about eating chocolate cake or my broccoli. You know, it doesn't matter what the topic is, you can find it. So uh, it, it's just frustrating that way. Um, it is. I agree. It's exhausting. It's tiring. Yeah, exhausting is an even better word. I was going to say tiring, but exhausting. Because it's people who are going with their inbuilt feeling rather than common sense. It's common sense. But that's just that's just the way it's going. I have, I, since I've already done my Justin Bieber on Hockey Night in Canada grinds my gears, I have two, one of which comes from the broadcast last night, and it was an advertiser, and I don't know which advertiser it was. I can say that hand on heart. I was too annoyed by it to pay attention to what it was they were advertising. But it was yet again, this time of year, somebody comes out with the line, which team is going to take home Stanley? Um, <laughs> from the, the cup's name is not Stanley. It's not Stanley the cup. It's the Stanley Cup. You can't take home Stanley because it's not his name. Watch the Senators logo next year. Bring it home, Stanley. It's 2021. You can take anyone home that you want. As long as they... (laughs) As long as they're vaccinated? (laughs) No, and and as long as they consent. Okay. The other thing that grinds my gears... Maybe that's what they're getting at. Yeah. The other thing that grinds my gears, and I'm probably going to get some flack on this, is the concept of meal kits. There are so many companies out there these days that are putting out these meal kits that it's so easy to cook your own supper and blah, 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 blah. And it costs, like, it costs the same as takeout almost. It's ridiculous. Almost, yep. Go to the grocery store, buy some ingredients, go next door and buy yourself a chef knife and start cutting up your ingredients and then you can make your meal. It's not really that difficult. And I've, I've actually heard from a couple of coworkers, oh, well, I just don't have time. This makes my life so much simpler. Mm. then you need to reprioritize what your time is if you can't spend 20 minutes cutting up ingredients no. to make so, a meal with. Yeah. So Cardinal, I, I do have one. Uh, 
and I can tell you a little bit about it, but you, but my experience won't be the kind of thing you're upset at. So, uh, I think it's it's an alternative. The way I approach it, it's an alternative to eating out. Uh, it's not. It's definitely way cheaper to go to the store and get all the ingredients. So there's a kind of twofold approach. One is it was uh, to try something different instead of eating out an alternative. The other thing too is you can kind of glean new recipes off it. Uh, I've done it for a couple months now, probably three months now. And uh, you learn a few things. Now it's kind of like, I'm not going to do that again because I could just do this myself. Um, and they don't send everything all pre-cut up. A lot A lot of times you're doing it. So uh, I've definitely picked up some new recipes from doing it and learned a few new tricks. Uh, uh, and I wouldn't say it's any time saver. It's the same amount of time if you did it yourself. So for me, it's kind of like, it, it was kind of a forced kind of, Mm, my, my 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 recipe repertoire is getting dull. Let's try some new things, and instead of just eating out, so with that approach, it, it it gets older though. It gets old fast. So like, I already find myself kind of being really picky. Like, yeah, skip it this week. I don't like anything there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, just, uh, my, I, my I, only I, counter- I think it helps I, for a lot of people that don't know how to cook. It's helpful so for that. If I go to the grocery store, like I have no idea what to get. Okay, then 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 what you do? Buy a good is recipe you, book. Exactly. You buy yourself a cookbook. Yep. If, and I mean, I will highly, highly, highly recommend one. I the Joy of Cooking. cooking. Oh, okay. The Joy of Cooking. I asked for it when I was a teenager because I'm like, I need to learn how to cook because I'm going to be living by myself eventually. And I still have that copy of it. It's fairly well used. but And I mean, the recipes are not necessarily the most healthy because they are full of this wonderful thing called flavor. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you cook with butter and you cook with fat and all sorts of other wonderful things. You can, and I mean, start with that and then move into other cookbooks of whatever you want to do. But the great thing about the joy of cooking is it teaches you not only these are the ingredients you need, this is how you cook it. So it's a fantastic, it's a fantastic source of information for that sort of thing. But you have to actually, you know, buy a book and then read it which I don't know, maybe people would rather have an app for that. Maybe there is an app for that. I don't know. Oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Just <laughs> but, granted, uh, yeah, unless you're getting like recipes love, off the internet now, which is like the author's the whole freaking life story. Oh, yeah. I I, <laughs> I, pulled I, I, a don't under, I don't understand those. I pulled a recipe off the internet a few weeks ago. I think I sent it to you when I was making my um, my coconut shrimp Thai yes, soup. Yes. Because was it, so was, oh, it was fantastic. And it took... 20 minutes to make I mean, it, honestly it took longer to chop up the vegetables and saute them slightly before i did everything else that's what took the most time but it was a fantastic soup and i got i don't know three and a half meals out of it, it was great anyway no the, the whole promotion of meal kits being a time saver and people you know family the, the ads of the family cooking together and so on i'm like just pull out a recipe i don't know that's just me i'm funny that way yeah it's just it's yeah, just a it's a tossing it up mixing it up but i mm-hmm. find I find the novelty wears off though. Uh, yeah. It, it like kind of mixes I, it up a little ex- bit. And- yeah. And I think at this point too, is if it's, if you can avoid the sorts, it's just another way, like what you said, Kanak, it's another way to avoid at this point, but yeah, that's not I guess, yeah. normal in real life. Yeah. But if you're getting these things delivered constantly, you're just putting somebody yeah. else at risk while you're protecting yourself. It's not me. I paid yeah. Like that's exactly. It's not me. Yeah. Well, okay. um, free market. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. I'm actually go after this. I might go to Walmart and actually do some groceries. 
I'll tell well, you what else. Chris, I, I, I love grocery shopping, but now with like the one shot and it's Sunday night at eight thirty, no one else is going to be there. Oh no, it'll be empty, especially yeah. the one near you. It'll yeah. be absolutely empty. I'll tell you Did something you else. That? It grants my gears. Sure. There's people predicting the stock market is going to crash, and people just keep reporting oh. it over and over. Like, stop it! You don't know. They'll be Why right eventually. Think? If you keep saying yeah. the same thing, when it happens, they'll be right. And then people will listen to them and they'll make millions of dollars selling books and going on speaking tours. Not that I know anything about this, but if you say that the market is <laughs> going to crash, then that then the market would crash. As people tell me that the value money. will be lower in the future, it's going to be lower now. And if it's not, then you're full of bull. Yeah, true. And I think you, you've texted me at least three of those articles. Yeah, like they keep coming out. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Stop it. Like, These are mainstream. It's like, busy, things. this is nonsense. And I've got somebody else who emails them to me. I'm like, which blogger did you find this off of? <laughs> These are like Globe and Mail. <laughs> which one I just reply back with a Chicken Little gif now? <laughs> it's just great. Nice. This guy's falling. Who are you going to complain to? That's like the, the the crazy housing market that's going on in Canada right now. Like people. Oh no, that that makes no sense. No, yeah, that's like, out of control. People want it to crash. Like, I understand I want it that to you. Crash. I don't want it to crash. I'm a homeowner and I want it to crash. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. This is unmanageable. You're gonna have multi generational homes. Your your kids will never be able to buy a home. The way it's going, that's that's yeah, it's like crazy. Like I was. I was out for a, I was out for a walk uh, yesterday. Decided to go for a little uh, little walk on a found a new nature trail to go for a walk on, and went by a couple of houses. I'm like, oh, that one that's a nice area. That one's for sale. Million Four dollars. million dollars. <laughs> Where was oh. this? The end of Grandview. Go up to the end of north end of Moody Drive. North of that Jeez. to the river. Oh yeah, those homes are. <laughs> oh no, that should be local reference. <laughs> Like, who, yeah. who, who, who can, who can afford buy that? Yeah, who can afford, afford a $4 million like house? Lawyer, in, in Ottawa, lawyers? Well, a, a, a startup tech company in Canada, probably, because you're close to The real estate agent that sold you these houses? Yeah, exactly. It's probably the, somebody cut. who started a meal kit delivery service. And on that bombshell. Yeah, 34% <laughs> year over year increase in uh, residentials. Oh, it's insane. Con- condo- condos were up like 20% or something. Yeah, houses in all I, I, absolutely I, insane. I don't understand. There's, there's a Toronto exodus too. Well, it's so, the real estate well, market. Real estate market or real estate agents driving up the prices because they want Ottawa to be like Montreal and Vancouver and Toronto. It's not it's Ottawa. Not. It's everywhere. It's everywhere well, right across the country. This is free market. It's it's a international issue right now. And um, when it crashes, it's no going to be bad because there are so many people with their investment properties that they are leveraged up the hilt with and they're going to suddenly Correct. find that they're going to have mortgages that are worth way more yep. than that property is worth. Yep. Or the cash flow just doesn't fit anymore. Yeah. Yep. yeah. It's going to be interesting. But hey, keep renovating them. Turning around. Oh, actually, there's a house just down the street uh, in, in the Glebe that uh, it's a two, it's a, a, a half a duplex, like a, a, a semi-detached with two apartments. And it sold last year for $1.1 million and it's on the market again a year later for 1.3. Yep. And they're going to go to bid or auction, I mean. And the person who buys it is going to inherit a disaster area of shoddy workmanship and squirrels in the attic. Good luck. 
<laughs> well, no inspection. Exactly. No, As you is. won't win. That's why the people who bought it are probably turning it around really quickly. Take the money and run. Anyway, that's enough for tonight, I think. We don't know when we're going to be back because um, our schedules have all been a little Se- wacky. Five games left. Season ends on yeah, the 12th. We'll be, we'll we'll be, be back, back at the end of the season. That. We'll recap that, and then we'll be back after that for the draft lottery, etc., etc. Draft et cetera, lottery, et summer stuff. Yeah. And sure, we'll just to optimism. I can't wait. I'm so happy. It's nice to I haven't been I haven't been excited on this team since the Sweden trip. And then what happened? <laughs> so yeah. we know who to blame. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back uh, at some point, probably right after the end of the season or shortly after that, to recap the season and see what we have to look to be look forward to. Until then. On behalf of Canuck and Pan, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Good night. Later.